If you're not listening to podcast, terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the podcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this episode, we look at the quirky John Cusack classic, uh, Better Off Dead. Uh, we took a poll of the fans, and we had heavy hitters up there like Pulp Fiction, Austin Powers, Ace Ventura, Big Lebowski, and Better Off Dead. And to my surprise, Better Off Dead won in a landslide. I did not see that coming. So here we go. Eric and Allison join me to break down Better Off Dead. Does it ever feel like everyone's got more going than you do? Oops. That everyone is smart. So you're Al Myers, kid? Yes, I am. You look pretty stupid to me. Thank you. You say the best skier in town just ran off with your girlfriend? Even your younger brother does better than you do? (laughs) And that nobody even cares? That broke up with me. That's nice. Well, you might be right. But remember one thing. I haven't even been to New York City. Nobody was ever better off dead. The truth is, I could out-ski you any day of the week. Oh, really? Yeah, you want to race, I'll take you on any day, sucker. Go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. All you need is guts. All right! I'm gonna race, I'm gonna lose, and I'm gonna die in that order. Go! And you'll never doubt yourself again. He's skiing on one ski! Better off dead. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. An abnormal look at a normal teenager. All right, better off dead. I've got two, two plot synopsises. We're always recording. Uh, because neither one is very interesting, I'll read the shorter of the two. Uh, IMDB. This just gets to the heart. (laughs) Gets to the bare bones of what this is. A teenager has to deal with his girlfriend dumping him among family crises, homicidal paperboys, and a rival skier. Wow. Kind of. That's kind of what it is. Sure. If you read that and didn't know anything about it and then saw this movie, you would be lost. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Overall reaction to the movie. Where you saw it, what you thought of it, how you saw it, what was your impression when you first came across Better Off Dead? So remind me, what year did this come out? 85. 85. Okay. <clears throat> so Eric didn't see it in the theater because he was an, a zygote. <laughs> eight years old. Yeah. I have a feeling I didn't see this until college. I'm trying to think if oh. I saw it in high school. I definitely saw it in high school, but it was probably on cable. Okay, I don't think I saw it in the theater at all. Yeah, I think I was in college when I saw it. I will I will back you up on that because college. when mm-hmm. I first heard of it, was you coming home from college <laughs> saying, you've got to see this movie. Really? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Which Not, feels, I feel like we're in... Like it's like a, a theme, a pa- it's right. been a theme on a lot of these movies. 
check out this movie. Uh, yeah, so I, I saw it on um, cable for sure. Uh, then somebody had it on VHS, and we watched it a bunch. And I feel like when we watched it on VHS, it was recorded on, like, a blank VHS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. a oh, of course. TV channel. It yeah. wasn't a store-bought copy no. of it. No. Uh, so let's... I'm trying to think which one to do first. Let's do the Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, what do you think the audience gave this movie? What's the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes? I will, for audience, I will say 75. Okay. I'm going to say 71. Audience score was 87. Wow. They loved it. Uh, critics. What were the critics saying about this one? 65. <laughs> What do you think, Al? I'm going to say 75. Wow. You think it was equal? Well, didn't you say it was 80-something? Yeah, but you, you, you would have said 75 for the other one, too. I know. I guess yeah. really low, so I'm uh, assuming that maybe there's... Critics said 77. Uh, yeah. So 87 and 77. I can't believe the critics were this high on this movie. Yeah, I mean... Having just it. seen it, it's ridiculous. This movie is... Insane, even for the 80s. I'm trying to think of, like, if I'm... I don't... I have not done the reflection on what the patterns of a Siskel and Ebert were on movies like this. To know the... How they would evaluate this as a thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, whoever on how many stars or whatever. Because I'm assuming that this is an aggregate now of people that are now critics well, that are nostalgic about this right. movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the way this works is that it's an amalgamation of uh, critic scores then right. and translating them into a percentage. And I guess some who have seen it now recently. I don't know right. if that's the case exactly. But, uh, but this movie was one in a string of teen comedies at the time. Like they, they were just greenlighting everything because Fast Times at Ridgemont High did so well. Right. Sure. So a bunch of stuff was coming out. But if you line up all the teen comedies at, at this time, this one is clearly the most insane. Like, it's it's all over the place. It, it's really wackadoo, it's for sure. wackadoo. It has things in it that have no... that doesn't tie into the plot or the characters at all. Just, like, random uh, claymation burgers out of nowhere <laughs> and a kid building a space shuttle takes off at the end like it, but I, I, it's crazy I, but I like the fact that somebody in that writer's room or whatever was like I don't care how we fit it in we're just gonna put it in I know because <laughs> I think it's funny there's like moments in this you're like oh this isn't someone just added this later and just said let's just shoehorn it in and who cares <laughs> yeah. and yet it all works so what do you think this movie made at the box office oh. in 85 Eighty-five dollars. I don't mean that. I mean eighty-five money. Yeah. Um. Thirty-two million dollars. All right, that's a number. I'll say forty. It made a little over ten million dollars. Oh, really? It did not make any money. It was. I mean, I'm sure it cost. 
three to make, I, yeah. I, whatever the number was. Um, didn't make a bunch of money in the theaters, but made everything in uh, cable release and video stores. Apparently, the director would go to the video stores and like Blockbuster or whatever, and it would never be on the shelf ever because right. people would rent it and then never bring it back. Like, they'd just, just keep it. Right. So they, they couldn't keep them in the in the store shelves. Not, that's I think that's how I saw it was a, a rental and or cable. Well, and I I think that is kind of indicative of this movie in general. Like yeah. I feel like it's a, it was a slow burn for people. Like it was probably in and out, or it's like this um, sleeper movie when you think about your favorite movies or movies that you watch because it's not on a lot in terms no. of cable or anything like that but it's not streaming you know as we were even thinking about this yeah. podcast it this was the sleeper on the survey of you know a bunch of other choices we had a bunch of other was, five stars right. five star movies on the survey that we took and this movie which is a two star I don't know uh Blew away every five star. People right. want to hear about and talk about this movie more than anything else. Right. Yeah, it was That's two crazy. to one at least on over everything else, <laughs> every other choice. Twelve to five, I think, was the closest one. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a lot of my facts and stuff are about the director of this movie. Uh, I don't know how any of this happened. I mean, this is like... This could never... None of this stuff could happen today because it's too... I think it's too buttoned up and people are, are vetted more and people are more careful with stuff. But this guy was ridiculous. Uh, Savage Steve Holland. And you'll see... We saw it on the credits. Uh, he goes by Savage Steve Holland. Not Steve Holland, but Savage. Uh, so he's just a, like a knucklehead surfer guy from California, I think. Hmm. Um, so he... Remember that show, that game show, Press Your Luck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the guy who did the animation of the whammies on Press Your Luck. That's oh, how really? he. Huh. That's how he was known, or how he he made money in Hollywood. Was he was the whammy guy for Press Your Luck? Oh my god! So the animation at the beginning—that's right. his animation. That's his style of, uh, of drawing. And even like during the film. And during yeah. the film, yeah, that's him. He was the animator. Like, I mean, that makes that makes some sense why that's in the movie. To, right, of course. Like, and when you talk about what the... So he also did, after this, he did One Crazy Summer and How I Got Into College, which is oh, a, that's a great nice movie. little sleeper yeah. movie that we sh- Liam should watch that for yeah. sure. Uh, and I believe Curtis Armstrong appears in both those movies, too. He also, uh, he had a cartoon show... Uh, yeah. Eat the cat. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't. I'm not even aware of that. But I remember that being on in the af- like. I remember being aware of it like in high school. It was on in the afternoons. So when I was a yeah. teenager, that show was on. So a lot of Better Off Dead is based on closely or uh, extensions of sort of broadly based on autobiographical stuff from Savage Steve's life. Like, uh, his girlfriend broke up with him and he, uh, and she did leave him for captain of the ski team, apparently. 
I don't understand the skiing part of that, but... Well, where... I mean, how many high schools have ski teams? I don't know. I don't know. And in this movie, as far as we know, it's... uh, What's the town? It's... uh, Greendale. Greendale? Greendale, Northern California. Yeah. It's not Northern California. It looks like... It looks like uh, L.A., basically. uh, Or around L.A. Um, But... How far are they traveling to these mountains to right. get, have a ski team? Was it the Sierra? Yeah. That way? So, whatever. But, uh, anyway. Just put my geography out there for everybody here. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. Um, Where's the Cascades? I don't know. Let's not get sucked into geography, because <laughs> I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, so... That was one simple element from his life that was in this movie. But the, some of the other stuff was like uh, when Lane goes into the garage and puts an extension cord around the pipe to uh, commit suicide, he did that. He What? He went in the garage because he was so broken up from this breakup, grabbed an extension cord, put it around his neck, put it around the pipe, and was standing on a garbage can ready to kill himself. And he stood up, and the garbage can couldn't support his weight, and he fell down into the pipe, into the can. The cord pulled on the pipe and broke the pipe, and then the water was rushing in, and he was being drowned in the (laughs) garbage can, trying to kill himself by hanging. Wow. And then his mom found him and got pissed at the, like, like, what are you doing? Clean this up. Oh, my God. Not the suicide part. Right. Clean up the garage part. So feels like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, this guy's story is just insane. Um, his mother was like the mom in the movie that made crazy food. So she would uh, look in like McCall's or Red Book or whatever uh, magazine that had a, a recipe, and she would try to cook it and it wouldn't work. And she would just she didn't have the right ingredients, and she would just grab whatever was close and she would just put it in there and it was terrible and she did actually give him TV dinners not for Christmas but for his birthday oh my <laughs> can you imagine that well I actually can because I got a can of sardines once for oh, my birthday <laughs> I got a I got a box of fruit snacks once for my birthday oh my god I'm talking to the right people your parents gave me a uh, a sleeve of golf balls, and I don't play golf. Right. So, there you go. Right. What about handkerchiefs? They were big on handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs? I got, I got handkerchiefs. Oh, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, TV dinners. Uh, apparently, Cusack hated the movie, and he told the director that it was, like, the worst thing he's ever seen, and he felt he was tricked into doing it. He hated it, and was, like, bad-mouthing the director constantly for years. Has he come back around? So until recently, he's come back around. He said, I, I just didn't get it at the time, and I didn't hate it, but I just didn't, it just didn't connect with me. I didn't, hmm. you know. I think he's kind of soft-selling it a little bit now to, to get along, but uh, he hated it. Um, what do you think was the favorite scene of test audiences when they were testing this movie to try to rework it? I'm really hoping it's not the hamburger scene. Everybody wants some. Eric, what do you think? 
Um, I actually don't know the answer to that question already. It's the hamburger scene. Dang the it. claymation bullshit. It's terrible. It's terrible. It is the worst part of that whole <laughs> movie. If you cut that in that whole scene out, the whole yeah. thing about uh, working in the th- in the burger place doesn't affect anything. The o- There's nothing going so on there. When we were watching the movie again today, um, in preparation for this, I was thinking that because of course he's crashing into the truck of the owner of right. this place that he was working there to pay off his debt. Oh. For damaging the truck. That's why I was thinking that, I'm like, is that what it is? But they never connect. They don't connect, set that they up. Don't, they don't I mean, connect they those don't connect dots it. at all. Um, the guy appears to know his dad in some way. Right. So I would think that's that's probably what happened, but that it's not on the screen. You, you can't. Yeah, I but think I it's like just he got, his dad got him the job, yeah. right. which is what they explain, and then yeah, it's just a nightmare situation for him because right. he had been in those accidents with that guy. Right. Yeah. But like, I just, at, that at whole, no point... That scene, like, I feel like they could have done done something different with that two minutes. <laughs> but I guess they're trying to say that Lane Meyer is, like, this kind of, you know, creative kind of daydreamer kind of kid and whatever, but... Off. But I it just could have done with which that. is I, weird though because it, it was too long. Except for, for the hamburger scene and then the doodling scene in the lunchroom. Yeah, in the cafeteria. Except for those two things, you don't ever get the sense that he's any sort of a dreamer and a, right. any sort of a creative type at all. Take those out, and you could mostly take him out and have no problem. He's just a dope, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's just, I don't want to say he's a dope. I just think he's a teenager. Like, I think he's sure, just right. kind of, you know, trying to figure out himself and his place and yeah. relationships and all of that stuff. And really yeah. gets kind of single, single focused on certain things that yeah. may or may not be important. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the first time I saw that movie, I hated the claymation part. From the, from the get-go. I hated it then, I hate it now. We just saw it. And it, it, it easily got out of there. Um, although the Van Halen song is, is kind of nice. Well, sure. Uh, so, I don't have a question here or a, a, even a fact, but we need to talk about the Ricky character. <laughs> yep. I don't know what's going on with that character. I don't know if he's the most popular kid in school. I think that is a, is possible. What? I, when he's dancing, people are like, like, yeah, Ricky, like they're 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 giving him a room to dance at the the uh, the New Year's Eve dance or whatever. No one seems to like, no one pays attention to him. So there's that. Is he the biggest nerd? Is he just weird? Is he just, is he just like Lane, or he's just like a dopey kid? Is he, is he like a pedophile? Like, who is the, who? What is this Ricky kid? I don't know what's going on with that character. <laughs> It's crazy. He's a super creeper, um, sheltered uh, mama's boy, I think. Yes, there's that. Kind of an introvert. And that dance scene was him trying to, in my opinion, trying to impress. It was, of course. Monique. But, like, it, it wasn't like he was interrupting the dance and, like, people were like, who is this guy? Knock it off. People were like cheering for him. 
Like, but haven't you also seen something completely insane yes. and be kind of like, <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yes. Like, total cheer it on? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. I, I knew the answer to my own question. Yeah, yeah. I know. So we're saying uh, Ricky is Ed Cosgrove. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Because <laughs> he would do the dance and I'd be cheering we him on. We definitely the saw that dance multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The Asian sportscaster got oh my brother. Yeah. Uh, so that the actor's name is Yuji Akimoto. Uh, I'm assuming it's pronounced Yuji. Uh, we know him in Karate Kid 2. 2. Right? Chosen. Chosen. <laughs> he, uh, is just a recognizable face. And whenever you see him, you're like, oh, Karate Kid 2, of course, that's the guy. Uh, so he was trying out, uh, trying out, uh, auditioning for this part uh, as the brother who only learned how to speak English by watching Wide World of Sports and so speaks like Howard Cosell. Uh, the information I have is in the auditions he figured they were looking for an Asian character. He thought it would be funny if he did Howard because Co- he worked on this and worked on this. Did, did Howard Cosell with an Asian accent. <laughs> and the people in the room loved it. And that's how right. we got the part. Right. Did the whole thing, did the movie like that, I think. And then before it came out, the producer was like, no one can understand what he's saying. We we have to dub this over. And so the information I have, having listened to this, this might not be accurate, though, is that they dubbed him over, obviously, with a Howard Cosell impersonator. But what I saw is that it was Rich Little who did the Howard Cosell impersonation. That's what I saw, too. It didn't sound like Rich Little, though. It was 85, so who the hell knows? But uh, Which I think that's Rich Little's high point in, I think, in his career. I mean, Man. come on. But I would love to hear that I want Howard Cassell with the Asian accent. Right. I want the right. unadulterated uh, version of, of his, his character. I thought you were going to say that he... That was him, and I was like, wow, because that would not have been <laughs> no. what I was expecting from that actor, because you can tell that things aren't syncing yeah, up. So not... I was hoping it was them dubbing in his yeah. own voice no. in a different way. It's, yeah. That's it's definitely somebody else, and he did it. He did an Asian-accented Howard Cosell That's impersonation. So awesome. Good for him. That's, that's awesome. That's a layered approach. That's yeah. <laughs> that shows what a pro that guy is. And he fought Danielson and Christ right. too. I mean, right. come on, to the death. The only other movie I remember him in, he was he was in Launch Control in Contact. Oh my god. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh my god. I saw him somewhere more recently than that. So he's he's. I don't know, our age or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, real lean, like real thinned out. I don't know what he was doing, though. I can't remember the movie. But yeah, there's, there's no story there. But, <laughs> uh, that guy's awesome. He should be, be in every movie, pretty much. Uh, okay, I don't have any other, any other facts unless anyone else has something to add to this one. No. no. 
so this is where we get to the casting, so, like how people were cast, and then we can get into our casting stuff. I didn't find anything about how people were cast, really. Uh, uh, friend of a friend knew somebody, or somebody's audition was weird, except for that one we just talked about. Uh, I think this movie was just under the radar, except the director wanted John Cusack. That was basically it. Uh, so no, he wanted him from the get-go. It, it seems that way, <laughs> yeah. Nobody else wanted him. Yeah. He wanted him. Uh, the studio, or the producers, didn't want Cusack because they had just seen him playing a nerd in 16 Candles. And they're like, oh, we can't have the nerdy guy as our... He's not going to be a right. leading man. And then the director said, oh, yeah, he, he's the guy. We should definitely have him. He's he's going to be really good. Right. We want to get in on the... Uh, uh, early in, in on the curve of uh, uh, Cusack's career. Like, okay, great. Hmm. I didn't really do anything, but uh, whatever. I have no information, no other casting stuff. Anybody else? No. Nothing. I, I, I feel find like it. this... It was probably, again, kind of on the early side yeah. of when stuff like that would have been When, because no one, and the director yeah. wasn't known, uh, the whole cast mm-hmm. is basically unknowns at the right. at that time. It's just like a throwaway movie. Uh, okay. So, I don't have any casting issues, but I do have some interesting casting uh, information. Okay. This one surprised me. Okay. I, I didn't get this one. I, I I didn't see this coming. The kid, the guy who plays Ricky. Yes. Dan Schneider. Did you read any, any about anything about him, Eric? No. The only I remember him from Head of the Class, and that's okay. I can't say I've ever oh. seen him anywhere he, else. He appeared. He was also Dennis Blunden on the TV show Head of the Class. So he was in those two things. That's all I've seen him in. But he was recognizable in both those. I mean, he's right. a good character actor. I think at, at that point. Uh, at the moment, he, well, at the, the moment of the, the writing of this information, he is, or maybe was, like a major, major player at Nickelodeon. He created the shows iCarly. Oh my God. <laughs> Zoe 101, Drake and Josh, uh, and Game Shakers, whatever that wow. is. Uh, he also co-created the Amanda Bynes, Jenny Garth, WB show, What I Like About You, and wrote for Kenan and Kel, the other, uh, the Kenan Thompson show that was on Nickelodeon. Wow. Wow. He's like, all their best shows, like, he was behind all of them. Wow, that's amazing. I know. He was a writer or a producer? He was a writer on a couple of them, and then uh, he was the creator, creator of wow. iCarly, the big one. Jake and Josh. iCarly. Wow. Right. Many hours of iCarly. We have watched lots of iCarly. Thank you, sir. I know. Well done. <laughs> Curtis Armstrong, who we know as Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, and Charles DeMar in this movie, was cast based on his appearance in Risky Business. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, he also starred in Holland's other movies, One Crazy Summer and How I Got Into College. we got to watch How I Got Into College. It's a good one. It's been soon. ages, yeah. 20 years since I've seen that movie. That's, I don't know that I've ever seen it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I love One Crazy Summer. Every time, I always think about One Crazy Summer after watching Better Off Dead. And, yeah. Better Off Dead's a better movie, but I still... Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, One Crazy Summer's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
so we have we don't have anything of for who was almost cast and you know whatever. Got two big blocks here. Which do you want to go first? Recaster bait, <coughs> or we recast the uh-huh. movie with modern actors, or memorable scenes and in quotes. Either one's fine, but which do you want to do right Let's now? Let's do recasting first. Okay. All right. Let's start from the top. Recasting right. Lane Meyer today. John Cusack All right. as Lane Meyer. So I have <coughs> I ha- um, a couple of people that I thought would work. One might be a little bit too old. For Pretty much all my people are too the old, part, but, and then another one is like, it's like John Cusack's replacement almost. Oh, whoa! Okay, That's so bold statement. Um, Logan Lerman is, is. Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think he might be a little right. bit on the old side, but I think he could do kind of the kind of athletic. Kind of geeky, kind of. Pretty much anyone you know, under thirty can do this, I think, yeah. right? So the guy that I picked, you're not going to recognize his name, but he's been in a lot of teen movies. His name is Nat Wolf. He was in The Fault in Our Stars. He played the kid who had eye cancer and lost his eyes. He was, um, if you look up his name, like he mm-hmm. is. The perfect fit. He's probably about, tw- I think, 24 years old right now or whatever. Looks Cusack like a teenager. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a, a, another one that I think is... could potentially work, um, and that is Tony... Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Zero from Grand Budapest. <laughs> I like him somewhere in this movie. I don't know if it's as Lane Meyer, though. I ha- I do have him somewhere in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think Nat Wolf is my number one because I think he he's the right age. He's the right, again, kind of temperament, I think, that, that works for that character. But if... Percy Jackson was like five years younger. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like when he first did yeah, Percy I Jackson, age, I think that's the right I don't, thing. If there, because he's so, got to play a senior in high school. Yeah, someone who's twenty-five ish. Yeah, I think he's like twenty-eight or twenty-nine, yeah. so he's kind of on the outer edge. So I've got one I like, and one who is definitely too old, but I'm throwing him in there. Maybe we can de-age him in uh, <laughs> some sort of like the Irishman. De Niro You're gonna try on him? Yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not super old, but yeah. Yeah. So I had this guy in two different places, but I put him in Lane Meyer just because. Okay. I, I had another guy who could fill in the other place. So uh, Lane Meyer, I think Ezra Miller. I think I'm putting oh, Ezra Miller right. in there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have him there at first, but then the more I thought of it, I think he, yeah, the key could pull it off. Yeah, a little ke- different, but I kept, could do I, it. I kept seeing him. He kept coming up as I was kind of thinking about this, yeah. but um, I had used him in a different movie, and I didn't yeah. want to, you know, overuse him. I also am ha- handicapped by 
I try to put people on my list that I actually know who they are. So oh. I can't. I don't know any actors that are younger than Ezra Miller. So that's yeah. about as good as, yeah. I, as good as I can do. The other guy who is a maybe, but I think he's too old. But I think the younger version works perfectly. Would be Justin Long. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he would be great. I think he'd be really good too. You know, yeah. if this ten movie years were made ago. ten years ago, yeah. I think he's he's <laughs> spot on. Uh, right now, uh, I yeah. don't know, no, but yeah. yeah. Okay, um, I it took me a while to come to this one. I went through a lot of the like the names that we joked about, of course, uh, before like Tom Holland or um, yeah, uh, Ansel Elgort. <laughs> you have that's just my guy. that gen, random name. That's my guy. Somebody from that age. But the, what I end, what I ended up settling on um, is Skylar Gisando. Mm. He is the actor that played Jared, the rich kid in Booksmart. Oh, yes, that is a good choice. Yeah, that is a really good choice. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. You haven't watched that movie yet, no. have you? Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your list. Oh, let me see. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, back to you, Al. Okay. Uh, Charles Damar. <laughs> Played by Curtis Armstrong originally. All right. So this one. <laughs> so I'll put kind of a couple of serious. Um, ones on here. How many do you have for this guy, first of all? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to only say three. <laughs> three is the max for any yeah, one person. I'm going to only say three. Serious considerations are Pete Davidson. Oh, that's good. I thought about that. The other one I have is Eric Andre. Uh-huh. Who, I think he's too old, though, isn't he? I don't think he's in his 20s. Is he? Uh, unless... Uh, I don't know. We're confusing, the, but this is a young kid. He was in the internship. Oh, I'm thinking of the comedian. Yeah, I know. I think it's, it's a, I, when I wrote down his name, I'm like, I feel like this is a different guy. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. African-American okay. guy that um, wears his hair pretty big. Yeah. Um, that That's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So the one that... Is not a serious contender, but I think the appearance was just made me laugh when I thought of it. Tom Hardy. No. <laughs> no. Because it's not a real one, but it would be very funny, is Post Malone. <laughs> I considered going that route. I don't know if he can act. I don't know. I mean, th- there's, there's some extreme there for high school. Right. But I like the look of him. In a modern version of this movie, who's the guy? Because you got the pull, yeah. The and it's he's the seven, his, yeah, he's been, been in high school, high school for, for seven, seven years, so years. he's so he's twenty one, twenty two years old, <laughs> right. so that works, right? Absolutely. So when I saw when it when I was scrolling through lists, I well, Eric saw me just start laughing as I'm looking at this well, so and I wrote down his name. If my Lane Meyer can be played by someone who's twenty five, <laughs> then my. Uh, Charles DeMar to be played by somebody who's 32. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right, but Post Malone's like 24 or 25. Know, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my Charles DeMar, this is the other place where I had Ezra Miller. I was going to have oh, Ezra Miller as yeah. Charles DeMar. But, but 
I liked him better as Wayne Meyer. Mm-hmm. So, again, age is going to be an issue, but I'm going with Josh Gad. Oh, yeah. Having He's just got the seen look, the yeah. uh, Frozen mm-hmm. 2 documentary last night. <laughs> uh, he was at the top of my list. Let it go, man. And so I've got a, a super sleeper here that I think is mildly interesting. I don't know that it's really good, but I like it. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Kid, the kid from. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> no explanation needed. I, I like I like him as, a, as this. He's guy. 87 years old. Right I don't know now. how old he is. I have no idea how old he is. I didn't. I didn't He's even look him up. He's gotta be in his 30s. I I don't even know. He's gotta be in his 30s. Sure. Right? He's gotta be 30. He's the sixth sense kid to me. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's 10. He was like four in Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's right. Forrest Gump. I was so confident in that, I didn't even look him up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. No, I don't think he's going to be very good, but I I like that. I want him on my list. All right. (laughs) So, for me, my Charles DeMar was, like, my, was my weak link up until five minutes before this started, (laughs) and who I had was uh, Will Poulter, who was, he was the, the name, uh, the shy kid in We're the Millers. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought maybe he was go- he was the best I could come up with, but then yeah, yeah, yeah. five minutes before we started, I my choice was Allison's choice, which was Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. I considered him for a couple different spots, but I didn't... Yeah, that's the one, though. Yeah, I like that one better. Because, <laughs> yeah, that whole role is, is about pretending to do drugs so you can totally see Pete right. Davidson right. up on a mountain and like, again being the older guy kind of scruffy yeah. and yeah. it works like the, yeah. covered in the t- covered in tattoos and everything and make just yeah. takes it to another level yeah that's fantastic uh okay um, we're at Monique um I really have I have three names written down but I think one I, I keep coming back to her. I have one that you will like, just so you know. Okay. Lily James. Uh, I know her name, but... She's the um, love interest in Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I had... she, She's not... How old, how old is she? I think she's, she's in her 20s, yeah. yeah. I think she is. She's pretty close to 30, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the other ones that I had on my that's list good. were Maisie Williams, who is in Game <laughs> of Thrones. That's, I considered her. I kind of like that one. And then the other I had is Elle Fanning. That's what I have. Oh, do you? Uh, I, I, I wrote it down as Ellie Fanning. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that was my only person I had down for Monique was Elle, Ellie Fanning. Got it. She's in that, that show you're watching, Yeah, The Great. Watching, right? The, the Great, which movie. is great. Yeah. yeah. The Great, which is great. Yeah. For those of you listening. <laughs> the Great. <laughs> I had a I had a couple of I got a couple of names I don't know <laughs> I don't know um, who they are. <laughs> um, I thought maybe Zendaya. Mm. Um, oh, I do kind of like that one. Um, I thought about um, Sophia Lillis. She was the the girl from It. Ooh. Oh, I don't know that. You don't know that one. And then I know the last like. one I thought of. Um, Maybe Maya Hawk. Huh. Uma Thurman oh, and yeah. Ethan Hawke's daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that that might work. Yeah. Can she do an accent? <laughs> That's the question. Well, and it might not have to be French. Right. An right. accent. Whatever accent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brooklyn, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Uh, okay, we are at my Achilles heel in this game. Uh, Ricky. Okay. I got no Ricky, so... I have two, and so I went kind of a different, slightly different route with my Ricky. Um, so the I I had two, and they're kind of same type of character, different actor. Um, Alex Lothar, who was the younger um, Alan Turing in the Imitation Game. Oh. Mm. I'd have to see, I don't remember. I, don't, I can't think of his face, but sure. And then the other is I'm not sure how to pronounce his first name. If it's Kier, K E I R Gilchrist, who is Kier? Yeah, I think so. Um, who is in um, that Netflix special? Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name at the moment. Where he's an individual with autism and um, yeah. I should have written it down. Right. I thought that was a show that I Here. would remember. I know. Okay. I don't know. So they're both kind of lanky, kind of awkward oh, yeah. um, individuals, but I thought could play the introvert, kind of silent character well. So I don't have an answer here, but I want to throw two out that are way too old, but I'm, I'm going to say the young version of these people. Uh, I would say... A young, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobby Moynihan from SNL. Oh yeah. If he was twenty, who's this guy? Let's see. Oh wow! All right. Uh, so Bobby Moynihan. The other one would be. Uh, I want to see a young Andy Richter play this part. <laughs> I think he could do it but after that I don't know I have two names um, the first one is Julian Dennison he played Firefist in Deadpool 2 oh he was the kid okay yeah and, oh. then, and then my other one I is like one. Jacob Batalon he's the guy he's the kid who played Ned, uh, Tom Holland's friend in the in Spider Man. Oh. Okay, the man in the chair, or the guy yeah, in the chair. The man, yeah, the man in the chair. Yeah, that's interesting. Got it. All right. Uh, okay, let's go to Lane's dad. <laughs> All right. That's you. You're oh, the- me? You don't have one. You're the first. Oh, was I the first? All right. So I had three choices. I'm going to go with number three. I will work to my top choice. Number Number three. Number three. Edward Norton. For his dad? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Number two, Ed Helms. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that one. And number one is Jason Sudeikis. I thought of Sudeikis as well. 
I thought he was too... He's too... I don't know. He's too sedacious. He's too, he's too, too funny. Too sedacious? Yeah. He's almost too... I don't know. I, too comedic? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, um, the... The thing about the daddy is that he's he is playing it. He's the straight man through the whole thing. Yeah, right. yeah. So <laughs> now I'm saying Sudeikis is too comedic. Wait to hear what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, as I criticize yours, right now you can't okay. criticize mine right. for that same I'd, reason. Well, I definitely will because you <laughs> criticize mine. Uh, I think my first, I did mine in pairs like you often uh-huh. do. Uh, so, I'll, but I'll just do the first. I'll just do the dad. Uh, I think my di- my preferred dad. It's a toss up though. Uh, is Fred Armisen? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Different than yeah. right. The character type on screen right yeah. now. My second choice is Will Ferrell. Wait. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say? Jason Sudeikis was too Sudeikis-y? Uh, Will Ferrell is a trained thespian. <laughs> Clearly, he uh-huh. can play the straight man. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, have, I, don't know. I don't know. My choices, I got two choices. One comedic, one playing it straight. Yeah. My comedic choice is Paul Rudd. Yeah, he was. I kind of considered him for a while. And then my... Straight man is Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's actually kind of interesting because he, he has kind of he has kind of that com- comedic kind of undercurrent. Yeah, under- I, th- I think he his... could do it. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Warm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I having Paul Rudd as the dad, I think he looks the same age as. Yeah, he's very Meyer. young looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Lane's mom. All right. This one I had a ton oh, of options. I, think, I, think I had a ton of options. It's endless. I'm gonna save my again my best for last, and I'm gonna try to go with my top three. So starting with number three, Rachel Dratch. <laughs> That's a good one. I think that's too low. She's she can't be number three. Um, I had Allison Hannigan, who was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, I Met yeah. Your Mother. Yeah. My top one though, and I was watching the movie, thinking about her doing it, uh, being that character, and then even with my top dad pick, it worked. Is Ellie Kemper from oh, The Office? Oh, that's a very good one. That's really good. I like that one. Yeah, that that's your best one. Yeah. I did like Rachel Dratch, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only one. Okay, so mine pair to the dad, I think. Honestly, they probably don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, my, my backup mom would be Maya Rudolph. Oh, I had her written down. She would go with Will Ferrell yep. in my world. When I got to six choices for the mom, I had to start crossing names off. So you could almost just do a roster of SNL women over yeah. the past ten years, yeah. twenty years. Um, 
my number one, speaking of, would be Kate McKinnon. Mm. I want her, age her up if you have to, fine. Uh, she can play that disconnected, ditzy, crazy, just weird right. perfectly. I think yeah. she would be great. Yeah. I also had, just went straight SNL on yeah, Ryan. I know. Um, one of them I had was Kristen Wiig, but whatever. Right. But then uh, okay. my other one is that my first choice was Maya Rudolph. Oh, yeah. So we had Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Kate McKinnon. Rachel, Rachel Dredge. Rachel Dredge. <laughs> uh, I had Fred Armisen and Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. we're just... My runner-up, by the way, was Anna Ferris, which I also thought was kind of a funny choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She could do it. Sure. She's 40-something, right? I think I think so. Late 30s, for yeah. sure. Wow. Uh, okay, here we're going with Roy Stalin. Roy. The Roy. bad guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this was my hardest one to cast for whatever reason. Yeah, it was mine too. And I think, and I think in part it was because I was so focused on the others. I was thinking this one would be easy, and then I was trying to find the right age and the right type type of character. One that I have, I think he's too old, but if I could find a person that's just like him, that's who I would want, and that was. Uh, Taylor Lautner from yeah, 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 yeah. Twilight. <laughs> yeah. You want him um, from twi- Twilight, basically. I want him from Twilight, yeah. 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 Um, the other one, and this is, I, I've already selected him in a different recaster bait, <laughs> um, is Joe Keery from Stranger Things. He's the older teenage kid. He was yeah. in Molly's Game. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. one who was stealing oh, yeah, the chips. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. I had trouble with this one, too. Um, my backup, again, just because I know who he is, it's really just a throwaway, is Tom Holland as my backup. Mm-hmm. Eh, fine, whatever. The first one I think I like, I don't know him that well, though, but I, I know his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Josh Hutcherson oh, from... Yeah. Yeah. The Hunger, Hunger Games, Games and yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, came, I think he's I my I considered guy. him for a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's my... Although I also think... I want to step on yours. I have another one that I didn't write... doesn't count, but it would have been... Uh, Zero from... Uh, oh, that was it. mine. That was mine. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. That was mine. All right. I, I was going to draw it. That's Eric. Sorry. Fuck. Yeah, that was my, that was that was actually my only name that I, I put knew in there. I wow. so was my uh, Shit. sort of channeling his You're Flash right. Thompson right. from Spider Man. Right, right, it's different, right. Ro- different, uh, different than the Roy Stalin for the movie. But yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think that's yeah, good. That's where I that's where I had him. I mentally checked myself five times before I said that, and I went ahead anyway. You made a mistake. I know. No. All right. If you have others, go ahead. I have one other, and my only one other is the Asian sportscaster guy. Oh. So, there's, on my list, I have a Beth, and I have Ricky's mom. Okay. So, my Beth. (laughs) I didn't even put a Beth. I didn't consider her. Beth. 
I had Shailene Wood Woodley. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, and the other, again, was I, I've used her before, but I think she works in this is Chloe Grace Moritz. Mm. I have her for Beth also. Oh, wow. do you really? Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Um, I, I also did Beth. I have Chloe Grace Moritz. I have um, Zoe Deutsch. She was in, I remember her from, um, dang it, the... Uh, oh. Zombieland 2. Oh, she was right. In that. She, was she the daughter? She she was the um Or she was the, the, girl the, in the pink. With, yes, yes, that had all the Gucci bag and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um and then I also have uh Ariel Winter, Alex from Modern Family. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Let's see. I um I, I guess I went deeper than the the rest of you guys. I did a I did a Mrs. Smith, I did Ricky's mom. <laughs> yeah, I have a Ricky's mom. Too. Do Ricky's mom. Yeah. Um, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I had her and I crossed her off. I have <sighs> three others, but if go ahead. If, if that's you, the only one I have. Oh, that's the only one you have. Okay, so I had. Um, I'm gonna go in reverse order, of course. I have Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Stifler's mom. That's mm-hmm. good. I think Rachel Dratch could do it, too. I have Missy Pyle, who is... Oh, yeah, the, yeah, I know who she is. She was the mom of uh, Veruca Salt in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. She was in Mars Attacks. She was in... She's in, like, a ton of movies. My number one that I thought would be really funny is Megan Mullally. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um... I did a Mr. It's Mr. Kerber, the the math teacher. Oh, you I, you had told me that you were doing Good it, and Lord. I meant to look it up, but I I forgot. Yeah, who do yeah. you have? Um, I got a couple names. I got. Um, I would just cast him again. <laughs> at age sixty five or whatever he is. Uh, he's got to be older than no, that. No, he's right? he's been dead know. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's dead. Oh, for a long time. Um, Ken Jeong. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, I do. I have. I thought of Josh Gad. Right. Yeah. And then going in a completely different direction, uh, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually really good. That's really good. Yeah. You zigged when I zagged right there. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a good one. And um, just because. I wanted to put them in there somewhere. I do have I have a Johnny and a Badger. Yeah. Um, my Johnny is Roman Griffin, who was Jojo Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have I have somebody down for a Johnny. I've never seen him act, but when I looked at his picture, I'm like, he could play a Johnny. And that was the kid. His name is. Uh, uh, Ian Armitage, he plays the young Sheldon character in the spinoff uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, Big Bang Theory. For both look, of those characters, I'm casting any kid off the street. The only reason I had a name is because I was looking up no, know, actors and actresses under a certain age, and he kept popping up. I'm like, all right, well, I'll put it down. And again, he kind of looks like a... Zoe Deutsch is the daughter of Leah Thompson. Really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. When you said her, I'm like, oh, I know that name somehow. There you go. 
Uh, Asian sportscaster, does anybody have no. him? I'm not going through his character name. I'm just calling him Asian sportscaster at this point. Right. Uh, I went, I guess technically Asian, uh, Hassan Minaj. Uh, he was on The Daily Show and now has oh, the yeah. Patriot Act or whatever it's yeah, called yeah. on uh-huh. Netflix. He's my uh, Asian continent uh, sportscaster. I know Eric has a badger, but I want to come back to badger. back to, <laughs> back to the sportscaster. So let's talk about badger first. Oh. It's I just love the kid so much. I wanted to put him somewhere. <laughs> um, Archie Yates, uh, Yorkie from Jojo Rabbit, oh. even though he doesn't talk. Oh, I love it. That kid's awesome. Oh, that kid yeah. is so great. That kid is so great. Even though he doesn't get to talk, I just want him in the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. The other guy, I was, I wanted to cast, uh, but it really could be anyone, is the mailman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when we were watching it today, I'm like, oh, yeah, that probably should have been cast, too. I was thinking, an age doesn't matter, I would go like uh, Dave Chappelle, that guy. Charlie Day. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Day, would be even, yeah. that'd be great, too. I think we should make it a point to put a Charlie Day cast Charlie in Day should be in every, every single time. Movie. That needs to be I think I'm okay out. with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So going back to the sportscaster, yeah. so I was thinking about this today. So if we're redoing the movie yeah. in more present day, who is he imitating? It's not Howard Cosell, Howard Cosell in the Wild World of Sports. So is who it, has a distinctive voice? Is it Marv Albert? Is it, is it, who's the guy that does the boxing? Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> and, Michael Buffer? Right. But can you imagine that? But even they, all, all those guys. They're getting pulled up. Yes, all those time. guys you just said would be from like the <laughs> 90s though. Like uh, even early yeah. 2000s. I, I think if it's a kid, he. It might Joe be, Buck? Might some, Joe it Buck. might be Joe Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Romo? No. Predicting plays? No. Uh, who is a distinctive announcing style? Because Cosell is just a right. caricature of a broadcaster. Right. I know. Would they go with um, like a European John football? Madden from the from the the Madden football game? Oh my god! All the boom pow right. and stuff. <laughs> Or who's the uh, the M, uh, the NBA announcer? Bang! Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. it's a, it's a not a character, but I thought it was w- yeah, yeah something that of would course. have to be redone. Yeah, maybe it would be the uh, Univision uh, soccer announcer. That's what Goal! I. Goal! <laughs> yeah. My God. All right, that's good. Now. I'm, I'm not even sure why I wrote these down. We can all recite them. But the memorable oh my God. quotes or right. scenes. Uh, the first one I thought of was, I want my $2. Right. Come yeah. on. $2! Right. Instinctively, that's what anybody says when you mention right. Better Off Dead. It's an easy one. Um, I'll go through a few. I think we probably have more of these off the top of our head. Um, do you have any idea what the street value of this mountain is? 
Charles. Hold on, wait a minute, wait one second. I think I'm onto something here. This is pure snow. It's everywhere. Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? Charles. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold it. Ah! Oh! Oh! Outrageous! There are endless Charles Dumar. Um, I tried quotes. to limit it because yeah. it was all him. Um, Everything he says is a quote. You make a fine little helper. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to this high school That's for seven and a half years. I'm no dummy. Yeah. I know high school girls. I know high school girls. Uh, gee, I'm really sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. That's a good one from yeah. Meyer. Uh, she only speaks French, Roy. She doesn't speak imbecile. <laughs> Go that way really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. Uh, he's skiing on one ski. I thought that was... Um... French fries. Oh French dressing. Peru. French bread. And to drink. I, mean, I will Peru. say that if I see like French dressing, of course. I will say French or at least think French dressing. Someone in your family has said it at every single Thanksgiving I've sure. been to. <laughs> now, in honor of our special guest, I've created dinner mondu. First, we have. French fries and French dressing and French bread <laughs> and to drink, ta-da, <laughs> Peru. Uh, everyone's going to be wearing one of these this year. It's real aardvark fur. <laughs> it's true. It sure is. Zip. Warm. Uh, Get out of this car! Oh my god. I'm gonna activate your dental plan. <laughs> that fucking guy. <laughs> That's the guy from Porky's, right? Wasn't he in Porky's? I think so. One or two or uh, yeah. whatever. It's of that time. Yeah. He pulls out his dentures and he's sucking his cup. You gotta have pride in class and this is... <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, man, that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a pretty, a perfectly good white boy like that. Tree trimmer guy. I said it earlier. It's got raisins in it. You like raisins. Uh, and then Monique. Uh, I thought we had nothing to say to each other. He would, if we had nothing to say to each other, he'd get bored. And go away, but still he used it to, as an excuse to put his testicles all over me. Uh, I'm sorry, what? And T. Big difference. Big. All right. Anything else or? Um. Scene that always makes me laugh. Um, the, the it's one of the f- first scenes in the movie when uh, the dad's like, "I'm telling you that boy's obsessed," and his and the mom's like, "Really obsessed?" And then they cut to his closet, and oh. <laughs> Beth's pictures are on all his yeah, hangers, so it looks yeah. like she's wearing all of his clothes. Yeah, yeah. 
funniest scene is obviously the claymation burger <laughs> right now. It's the worst. <laughs> it is absolutely the worst. The funniest scene is Ricky's mom blowing up yeah. when she clicks on the that Bic lighter mm-hmm. and the windows blow out. Yeah, this the editing is, of that is yeah. really good. Is really great. Yeah. yeah. This liqueur. <laughs> Click. God so, bless them. So, <laughs> so, Eric, you referenced this when we were watching it today, the nuns crossing the street. Yes. That one was carrying a giant boombox boom on her shoulder. Like Never what? noticed that before. Never noticed. I mean, and why? 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 This movie yeah. is filled with questions of why. Right. Like, why this? Why that? Yeah. And that's a joke that mom would have loved. Right. Nuns so in any situation, yeah, yeah. but... They're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> like, Anna, you can argue this isn't even a movie. It's just a collection of scenes. It's got a, a tiny little through line here, but it's just a bunch of funny scenes. A lot of bits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, would this movie work today? Yes. Ta- uh, Savage, whatever, Savage, Savage Steve Holland... Uh, says he didn't think it would work. Well, he didn't think it'd be made today because uh, we talked about Fast Times was why it got made for teen stuff. He said he'd be in uh, he'd be in uh, comedy jail if he put this out today uh, by the PC police and all that sort of stuff. Um, that aside, why would it work today and how would it work today? Because it's so ridiculous. It's so off the wall. It's so ridiculous, but I think the storyline works. I think the humor is going to have to change a little bit in terms of some of the jokes and kind of the non sequiturs, but I think the plot line still works, which is the guy who got gets dumped yeah, I mean, I think... for the super popular guy, and he's trying to get her back, but, you know, this other person falls for him and is trying to get him it's I mean it's a classic it's timeless yeah Yeah, I think that basic part of the story works that yeah the the average guy gets dumped for the super popular guy but it's an easy one right yeah but it gets at the same time it's so the humor is so dark like he's (laughs) literally trying to kill himself and in this day and age I don't think they let I don't so let he tries all the suicide stuff. He tries right. to kill himself by hanging, by uh, uh, in the car uh, the exhaust, exhaust yeah. jumping off a bridge, and setting himself on fire. And setting himself oh. on fire. <laughs> I forgot about that. So yeah, they're they're not ta- they're not letting him go that far. No, and get that dark. Yeah, we we should have we should break this category up into. Would the plot work today, and could this movie be made today? Because it's the two those are things. two very different right. questions. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's but I think sure. it can be remade. It could be remade. I think it's gonna just have to be updated. Right. Why? So why hasn't this movie been a movie like this been made recently? Because they're ma- remaking every other movie right now. Oh, but they'll get to it. Well, <laughs> How many teen comedies have been out in the last ten years? Uh, 
three? I don't know. What's the number? It's got to be small, right? Book smart? Yeah. Netflix is probably opening things up a little bit, but mm-hmm. this type of movie is not being made just, just financially. It's not making enough money for, for people to make it much anymore, I don't think. I don't know that we are the correct demographic we are, to answer that we question. We are definitely not. Because I feel no. like there is probably more than what we are... Yeah, you're dead right, ...than right. we are aware of, but... Uh, what would you want to see in a sequel of this movie? If they made Better Off Dead 2, what would you want to see? My answer is, I want to see the Asian brothers and what they do in college or what happens after high school. (laughs) I don't know. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Um... I would also like to have more of the Ricky and Mrs. Smith. Oh, really? Like, understand that whole... I think there's more that can be done there. I think it's, 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 a, it's, it's a remake of Psycho. Yeah. That's what, it is. What, what about getting uh, more of Charles DeMar and yeah. meeting his oh, brother yeah. that makes the monster... Yes. Oh, eggnog God. with lighter flush. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Because his, his brother is, like, him squared. Like, it's, right. like, yeah. it's him at a higher level. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. brother, that's his... It, it's his idol. Right. <laughs> his brother is Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Like, he's... <laughs> yeah. He comes home from college for Thanksgiving and... Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, the How Much Are They Worth game. All right. And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. Yikes. This is the game where I always finish first, so <laughs> be prepared to, you know, to deal lose. with that. Were you even able to find any of these people? I had, so uh, the girlfriend, I did. The girlfriend, Monique, I thought I could find her because she's in um, this and... Uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's. Uh, nope, she's not even on there. I couldn't find her at all. Hmm. So I think I found all of them. Uh, we're gonna start with David Ogden Steers, Lane's dad. He's oh. got that. He's oh yeah. He's got that mash. He's money. got that mash money. <laughs> and he's got Beauty and the Beast money. He was Cogsworth. Oh. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast money. David, hang on a second here. David Ogden Steers, S-T-I-E-R-S, Steers. Let's. I think he's in here. Let's hope. Yep. Okay. Uh, I've got a. Hmm. I've got a number. I don't like it though. I've got one. I've got a number. Uh, ten. Mm. Okay. 10 million me. All right. I've got 24. Really? Yeah. Minus three. Whoa. Three. Cogsworth. Yeah, I'm at three. I don't know what else he's done, but I'm assuming he's done 20. How about that? Wow. Just based on nothing. I think I'm way off, though. Ooh. David Ogden's... Let's go Styers. Uh, American actor, voice actor, and musician who had who had 
a net worth of eight million. Mm-hmm. He may have died already. Uh, eight, so that's Brendan. That's wow. me. I'm sweeping this whole thing. Wow. Okay. What was your number? Ten. I said ten. It was okay. eight. So we couldn't do Diane Franklin, who played Monique. So we're doing Lane's mom, Kim Darby. Mm. I've only seen her in one other place. And it was? Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> Oof. I'm going to look. She did other stuff. I forget. There's some, uh, there's some things we know. Um, I'm going to look her up real quick. Maddie Ross in the film True Grit. Mm. Wow. Didn't really expect was she that. A, was she the girl? <laughs> was she like the kid? Oh, oh, like the original True Yeah, Grit? the original True Grit. Maybe. I'm going to her later stuff here. 1990... X-Files. Uh, Love Boat. <laughs> Riptide. Love Becker. Uh, we're missing something. She did something... More, you know, who cares? Right. Forget it. Uh, okay. I've got a number. Let's go with Kim Darby. Um, all right, I've got a number. What do you got? 1. 1.2. 1. 1.2. I'm going... Two point five. Hmm. I almost said three, but two point five. Easy E. One. One. Kim Darby. An actress who has a net worth of I think this is our lowest total ever. Did we did we have a negative before? No, we joked about Charlie Sheen. We joked Sheen. about it. Charlie Char- yeah. Sheen. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And Nick Cage. Nick Cage, right, right. Uh, $500,000. So half a million. Mm. So, Eric wins. Eric wins. Kind of reverse prices <coughs> on that one. Yeah, yeah, he did. All right, Dan Schneider, Ricky. I oh, told you of his yeah. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon He's got money. that iCarly cash. This number could be insane. Yeah, I have no idea how to gauge this one. All right, I got a number. I'm going to assume that Nickelodeon doesn't pay, like, the top movies out there. So. Yeah, I got a number. I think I have a number. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Uh, okay. Um, I'll say 45. Ooh. Al? I have 18. Oh. <laughs> then get ready for this. I have 90. Wow. <laughs> so one of us is way off. <laughs> 
We have the two ends of the spectrum and right in the middle. <laughs> Dan Schneider is an American actor and television producer who has a net worth of $40 million. Oh, oh. Eric. That's... That's two actors from Head of the Class that are, like, big TV producers. Oh, really? Who's yeah. Uh, Brian Robbins, the guy who played oh. Eric. <laughs> really? Yeah, he he was, like... Really? Um, the one show I know for sure that he produced was Smallville. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. And I'm sh- and I know he's done other stuff, but that's the one right. that I know of. Right. All right. Today we know him as uh what's his character's name? Charles. Charles, thank you. Charles DeMar. Curtis, Curtis Armstrong. Ugh. Booger from the Revenge of the Nerds and a billion voice acting positions. He's known mm-hmm. for his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not know what those guys make. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you. I've got a number. Even the, the top ones. I've got a number. <clears throat> mm. I've got a number. <laughs> All right. Come on, man. I know. I'm debating if I switch it down. Uh, I'm going to go 18. Okay. Al? I had 15. I had 10. I almost went 20. That's what I was debating about. Curtis Armstrong. Mm. He's got a net worth of 2.5. Wow. Eric is... I can't believe I am not even on the scoreboard yet. I need to get a... Hey, you were the first one, didn't you? No, that was Brendan. On the money for a Cusack. If, If I nail it exactly, I tie Eric. Otherwise, Eric wins. So, everyone listening, root for me, because <laughs> you don't want Eric to win, you need me to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, Johnny Cusack. He's done a few movies that uh, you've probably never heard of. So He's got a sister who did, I don't know, some acting or something. But uh, I've got a number. I don't know what he's done other than be on screen. So I, that's, I'm sure he's done some other stuff, and that's going to screw me up, I bet. Uh, Cusack, Cusack, Cusack. Um, all right. I have a number. Okay. I don't know if he's been married. I don't know who if he's been divorced. I don't know what his deal is. My number is 49. Oh, you jerk. 
What? I had 48. Derek? Mine was 40. Oh. Nero. I don't like it when we're all together. What did I say that I, I could tie you with, Eric, by nailing it exactly? John Cusack is an Illinois-born actor, writer, who has a net worth of $50 million. Ah! I was off by one. Gosh, I wasn't even on the scoreboard. Mm. This is not my day. Eric wins three to two to zero. <gasps> How would you highlight that? Because I didn't get zero. Mm. Yeah. It's always a party Enjoy when I don't, I don't finish last. So that's, Enjoy it. That's when I win. All right. In danger of hurting my chances in future episodes... Yeah. You go, you guys go. Re, you guys do realize that every time it's always like, it's in increments of five. It's always like forty-five or forty. Right. When you say like eighteen or twenty-two, you're never gonna get it on the button. Yeah. Well, two point five. Come on, man. Don't ru- don't ruin this game for everybody. <laughs> the first one was eight million. Eight million five hundred k two point five. I, I think your logic is flawed. But I won. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just amazed I was in the ballpark in any of these. I'm, all, I'm always in, like, all of them. I generally overestimate constantly right. all over the place. Like, I'll say, hmm, 120, and the answer is three. <laughs> All right, any closing thoughts on Better Off Dead other than it's a surprisingly good movie and it holds up? Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, it's amusing, it's fun to quote, people love it, and it is, again, when you kind of list off movies that you think of, like, these are my favorite movies, it doesn't often come up, but when it, somebody mentions it, Everybody loves it, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is, I love that movie. Having just watched it now, I don't know the the last time I've seen it, it's got to be 20 years, at least, Uh, it still holds up, it's so funny. Yeah. It's it's weird, it's so weird, but uh, had we gotten our kids in here to watch it, they would have liked it. Well, Liam's already seen it. Yeah, well, okay, one of our kids definitely took a pass but uh, he would like it we liked it I liked it more now than I expected to like it in you know at this age at this you know with this history I still yeah I still liked it as much watching it today as I did the first time I saw it yeah when I was 15 or what part did you just you absolutely lost it Um, I think it was Ricky's mom blowing up. Yeah, I think that was you lost right. it. I lose it every time. <laughs> Leading up to this week, when we were, I was just <laughs> thinking of the movie, I was laughing out loud to myself even thinking about that scene. It's so great. 
It's so good. Yeah, it's the way that it's edited together is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Timing is perfect. It's like the same thing. Yes. All right, that's Better Off Dead. Next time we will do, I don't know what, uh, or we're doing Jaws. Yeah. Jaws will be the next one. Um, so, for all three of us, toodaloo. <laughs> Cheer up, buckaroo. Fuck up, little camper. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>